Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Black Sheep and Bad Apples. Here at Fourth Corner Studio tonight, I'm your co-host, Sean Hill. We also have joining us, Ron Baca. Oh, hey, hi, hey, how you doing there? And your host, Lauren O'Brien. Hello, hello. How are you guys doing? You guys doing good? Yeah. 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 Ron, it's good to have the interim intern back <coughs> with your your fun little sound effects. Well, fuck How me. you been, baby? Uh, whatever. Uh, Jesus. What have you been up to with that sexy music stuff? Uh, hmm. the, 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 nothing at all. Obviously, you could tell I haven't been working on it much at all. No, no definitely not. No, Did you make that beat? Oh, definitely not, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, wait. Definitely not, right? Definitely not, man. So, you you didn't? (laughs) No, I'm not that chill. Well, that's dope. That's uh, that's cool, fun, fun. What's uh, what else is going on, baby? You haven't been on in a while. How many weeks has it been? Uh, two, probably. Two weeks. Uh, Like two weeks, yeah, totally. Oh, I miss you. Fuck. Hmm. Nobody misses me ever. I don't fucking want to talk about it. Jesus, I'm like you... fucking uh, the being sad and alone yeah. for the most part. Hmm. I feel just feel kind of rebuked and rejected right now. If I'm being honest. So I miss uh, you. What's new in the neighborhood this week, Lauren? Honestly, I wanted to talk about it. What? the shit is going on with dudes who have their ass crack fucking hanging out of the back of their pants. It bothers the fuck out of me. How do you not know that your pants are so goddamn low that I can damn near see what you ate for breakfast this morning? <laughs> it's fucking yeah. ridiculous. It's definitely a common trend that has gone far beyond a plumber. Yeah. And, and I'm not trying to criticize. It's just... I'm just wondering, because, like, my pants... Very clearly, like, my pants are properly on. Like, I can feel when my ass cheeks are starting to be exposed. I can feel when that plumber's butt is coming out. Exactly. So I just don't understand these people that just, like, walk around with it. It gets to me. (laughs) The wind. It gets to me. Jesus Christ. Man, I hear... (laughs) So, yeah, I just, I don't get it. What's the fad? Like, why? Do you have, like, a sweaty asshole? Like, Some people's ass cheeks need to breathe, man. I don't know. I, I'm going to play, like, devil's advocate and say, like, maybe uh, they're well aware. And they just, like, sweat a little more. I can relate to that. Maybe it's right? just the lack, like, they know, but it's the lack of caring, like... It's like sandals in the summer. They're just like, you know what? It's ass crack out right now. That's that's how I'm rolling. So there's almost like a... It's kind of like... Yeah, there's almost like a... a, Like, what's the word for it? Like a a ambiguity to it where it's like, you know what? I'd cover my butt if I could. But I just don't, like... I don't really care. What are you going to say something? Yeah. Well, it... Cause actually, I'm gonna call you out. You you've got plumber's butt a little bit too. Yeah. Is it, yeah, release the kraken. Do you do you wait for people to to like call you out and be like, "Will you check my ass out?" 
No, I've noticed it on set uh, uh, in the past year or two a little bit more because I very much notice it and have complained about it myself. But then I I bend over or something and I'm like, oh, okay. Oh. Like, got a little got a little bit of that going there. Showing off. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, you know, it's I, I, maybe it's a growing and growing older thing. You start having to deal with it more. I'm not really sure. Yeah, but see, like the growing older thing dictates that like your belt would start rising. Like, look at Luke Skywalker in the very first Star Wars, and then look at him in the most recent one, where his belt is like clearly almost touching his nipples. It's like but when you get older, the pants part go where up. he like didn't raise it for a while, and he learned how he why he needed to. Or there was like a, a year duration where it was just like, yo, Luke, put your ass away. And he was like, oh, shit. <laughs> and then he got like self-conscious about yeah, it. Yeah, and so he started like really working the bell up for what that. What is the point of of bringing your pants up over your stomach when you're older? A trial and error, I think. Or is it because maybe your belly's so round that it can't go like under the belly because it doesn't hold on tight enough? No, because then it'll fall off. Yeah. Because then you got plumber's butt again. So they, they've they got to go over the gut, right? Is that... It depends on how much of a beer... If you have a beer belly, uh, where that falls in line. Because then it can Well, only, that's what I'm saying. Then the belt can only ride in a specific spot. There's a height restriction. Yeah. You've got above or below, right? And you're not generally going above a beer belly. It's getting tucked underneath at the highest degree. Bro, I think we just... Fi- First of all, first of all, uh, the, God damn it! if you start fucking growing a belly, man, it doesn't mean just, like, fucking, uh, to put your belt over your belly. Like, come on, dude, <laughs> shit. I, I've seen people tuck it or, like, go above, and I feel tuck like... What? Just fucking tuck it. Embrace tuck the situation. What? Tuck your belly under, over your belt, I guess, <laughs> at that point. Because, uh, like... <laughs> There's a there's a point where you're like giving up on like uh, what you think people care about you and things uh, about your appearance and stuff. But like if you're trying to like fake people out by uh, fucking putting your belt over your stomach, you're you're onto an entirely different problem. I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, fucking. Yeah. Definitely embrace. Don't. Yeah. Disgrace. i guess you've got a good point like just rock the beer gut because you really don't want to be like pushing you know we'll say that it's equal parts shit and fat that's making your gut the way it is you don't want to be pushing that on your internal organs you know like that's an explosive combination you're gonna make like a, a human bomb by like cinching a belt around that gut so I guess we just kind of figured out why people have got plumber butts. Except Uh-oh. for you, Sean. You don't have a gut. Yeah. I'm just embracing. Just the wind. <laughs> the wind. <laughs> it makes me feel. <laughs> it reminds me of, you know, Mexico beaches and walking in the sand. Salty winds. <laughs> Salty winds. <laughs> Oh, fuck. Oh, shit. Ron, what are the cool things you got on there? 
I don't got nothing cool on here, man. It's like, <laughs> unless you want to go to the news, man. Mm. No, we'll save that for later. Right, yeah, save it for later. So I saw that. I saw, <laughs> I saw this uh this post last night on Facebook, and it said, "Uh, keep keep your twerking." This is how you flirt with a man. And it was a gigantic plate of like sausages and wings and like and like you know steak and stuff like that. I thought to myself, I was do Americans sexualize meat? Hmm. Like to a degree. Do we do we like make meat real sexy? Cause it's like the the statement keep your keep your keep your uh keep your twerking. I can, you know, this is how you flirt, implies that, like, twerking is really sexy, but, you know, it's really sexy to a real man, meat. Well, uh, to reference married with children, (laughs) the only way... Married uh, with children for all you millennials. The only way the wife... TV show. The only way the wife could get the husband in bed with her... And have fun in marital the relations. Yeah, was to cook some meat and bring huh. it to bed and toss it around underneath the sheets for a while and keep them excited and going. And that's how it. He so so I think yes, meat has been sexualized. <laughs> For a minute. For a while. So, like, yeah. he was eating the steak while banging his wife? I, I don't know. They didn't show that part, you know? But it was, that's, that was the enticement to get, get him. Because he's definitely not eating the steak and then fucking his wife. You got the half hour rule. It's like swimming. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. So, I'm just, so you're saying that she would carry the cooked steak up into the bedroom? Yes. And he would proceed to be like, oh, shit, yeah, and he'd get it on. Yeah, kind of like a, I don't know, like a dog chasing the hot dog over over in front of it type of deal, like hanging on the string, makes it run type of deal. It was like, maybe if I dangle a steak <laughs> around here, around there. <laughs> Imagine dangling a sausage Like trying to feed a dog a sausage While he's fucking a dog Actually every time I have sex with my lady uh, You ever seen those cartoons Where they have the dog with the bone On the fishing line uh, in front of them Yeah, or whatever. yeah I got yeah. a steak Hanging in front of her Carrot and uh, stick. Just like hitting it from behind Like reeling up the steak You know just so she could chase it around the block For a while If that makes any sense <laughs> Yeah, so that was a Mary with Children scenario. I see. Yeah. Well, I, I'm confused by this entire thing because when the fuck has twerking been a, a form of flirting? I, I, That's actually a really good point. Well, hmm. honestly, like maybe it's like the temptation thing. You see no, a bitch just, in the club. She's good, trying to twerk on you. But it's not like flirting. No, they, but it's like a almost like a... A challenge thing, though. That just the other day at the bar, I heard, I heard one of the girls. They were like, "Oh yeah, well I've been twerking since I was like, mm, like nine. and I huh. was like, "Huh, you? That's like a that's like oh, 
like somebody that's been playing guitar for a while, like, yeah, I've been playing guitar since I was 11 years old. Well, I've been playing since I was five. Girls are like, yeah, I've been twerking since I was 11. Oh, I've been twerking since I was nine. Do you know what? I That's why with you the know, Grateful I've... Dead in 68. <laughs> 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 <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. What in the... Meanwhile, there's a bunch of new kids that are like, oh, I just started twerking last year. I'm like, oh, like, I didn't, I didn't know you could start gaining, gaining, you know, time as experience on twerking. The reason that it bothers me, the statement is, is just because, like, I've been food horny. It's called hungry. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's just upset because meat doesn't mean anything to him. No, I'm not upset about that. Fucking vegetarian. Do you still find Fucking. Would, do you find meat sexy even though you want to eat it? I don't find meat sexy. So, even if I was eating it, I still would be like, this is food. I like a vegetarian will say something very huh. stereotypical. I don't get horny over salads. I don't see a salad on TV <laughs> and I'm like, oh yeah. Nobody gets I horny over it. salads. <laughs> Jesus, so, you're biased. Do you guys get horny for bacon? Yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> then yeah, some, I love my bacon. There's something fucking wrong with you. You're a, sexually attracted to an object. You never woke up just smelling bacon, the aroma of bacon, and just got in a heart. You're just like, where, what, 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 what? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, there's something clinically wrong Dude, with you Dude, plus guys. if your woman's making that bacon? Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. She does bring home the bacon. And sometimes, if you ask her nicely on an anniversary, she'll kiss on the mouth. So <laughs> so it makes, it makes you horny to smell bacon? In the right circumstance. All right, now, what if just some random dude is cooking it? Do you still wake up horny? Uh, like we'll, we'll violence say violence has never made you horny. <laughs> we'll say that we'll say that like your your male roommate in this scenario is cooking bacon. Do you wake up with a heart on and walk out? Oh, what's up with that bacon, baby? I might get aroused occasionally, but don't think I'm thinking of you. I'm probably pretending you're that a bacon wench. <laughs> <laughs> That beautiful woman that only so could be here. But unfortunately, so, I just got morning wood and you were cooking bacon. It's your and fault, really. It's your fault. You you were making the bacon. And, <laughs> and you know that all men get boners when when they smell they smell bacon. When when the fat of swine is <laughs> fat of swine. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. God damn, obviously we don't have a topic for tonight, right? Duh. Oh, we shit. barely do. Although I do want to talk about you know the CERN particle accelerator? Oh yes, uh, we are very privy to the, the, the CERN particle accelerator. Is that sarcasm? Yeah, 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 it was the one. Oh. Do tell. Okay. I just feel like you guys aren't going to be into it then. Just because we <laughs> don't know about it doesn't mean we wouldn't be into it. 
Why you gotta put us down like that? I'm not. I'm not maybe maybe I'm you not. can enlighten us. I'm not. Bruce, and the do you audience. Have anything to say about this? <laughs> I'd like to hear about the CERN uh, particles. Thank you, Bruce. Thank you. For those that aren't here, <laughs> as soon as I asked Bruce, he just like flicked his joint into the corner, like, oh shit, somebody's talking to me. <laughs> so the the CERN particle accelerator, uh, more or less, is this giant uh, instrument used for scientific experiments, and uh, they discovered a lot of cool shit by using it. But the problem is, is that it's gigantic, and it makes it really hard to access if you're a scientist looking to smash particles against each other and study what the fuck that does. Um, but there's this cool new science that uh, is actually introducing that same technology into the size of a microchip. It's really fucking, hmm. really fucking cool. So I'm going to get a what little bit... That? Of, what does that mean? It means that essentially we can create a... We can create this gigantic... I, I think the first one was like 1.6 miles long or something like that. Yeah. Um, we can create this giant experiment in this tiny little space and what what the what the researchers are doing in the process of creating this microchip is they're trying to make the ease of access just that just they're trying to make it available to everybody who wants to study using one of these so, particle accelerators because hmm. in the science so community you gotta go and like plug and play particle accelerators well imagine it more like uh in our context uh it's a recording studio hmm. so the the particle accelerator is the recording studio now this is a big time recording studio so you got to pay a lot of money and you got to schedule time in order to use it for to run the experiments to record your song right um now what this is doing is this is essentially providing a uh uh at home recording studio on your laptop where you can just plug in or buy this computer that's got this particle accelerator in it and it's probably actually going to be a separate thing because you don't want to like fuck up your computer with all your data on it so it's probably going to be like a an outside drive but the point being is that you can buy one of these for a billion jillion dollars or whatever and then take it home and then you can run your experiments at home or in the laboratory or you know you can just do things really easily because now you don't need this 1.6 mile tube you don't need this recording studio that's constantly booked and it costs ten thousand dollars an hour to go in and record now you can take home this laptop from or this little device from best buy and plug it into your computer at home and record your fucking music. You can do your experiment right there at home. It's kind is of a beautiful like thing. Is this like the fucking Hadron uh, Collider thing? That's exactly what it is. Where it's like you build a black hole? They're, I don't know that they're trying to build a black hole. The, the, a lot I of people assumed are, that's what it was. Well, a lot of people are worried about that, but I mean, I... Like, I don't like, know how black holes are made, and I don't like it. Now, build your own universe. Holes, yeah, <laughs> build your own seriously? universe. I mean... By Mattel. New part particle accelerating Big Bang Theory. Create your own planet system. <laughs> I've got a Big Bang Theory of my own. Gross. Uh, ask uh, your moms. Uh, fuck. I mean, we could have already gone through a black hole when it's you think gonna about it. It's going to end up being like sea monkeys, but where it's just like, ah, and boom, okay, keep them alive, yay, until your little world dies, because <laughs> you had to go on vacation <laughs> for a couple of weeks in the middle of the summertime. You didn't have somebody to come and feed your universe. Nobody could drop a little couple flakes in that little <laughs> that universe. That sounds like a commercial. <clears throat> 
Like, hmm. honestly, though. Well. We'll get back to that. We'll though. get back to that. Yeah, goddamn. Why haven't we been doing commercials lately, boys? Like, we're geniuses. I don't know. Ask Mattel. Build a black they hole. sponsoring us lately. You know. It's true. All of our sponsors dropped us. They got really mad. No, but the cool thing about... Like, we could have already gone through a black hole when you think about it. Because, like, they, some of them are traveling at the speed of light. One could have just, like, flown right through us. I mean, we probably would have seen it. But it's Honestly, still cool to think about. If we could get back to my younger days... I went back to a black hole, you know, for a while. Her name was uh, Ebony. Uh, she was a very close friend of mine uh, in college. Uh, it was... It was a good time, you know. She used to invite me up to her dorm, and we'd spend numerous occasions together in the darkness, uh, talking to her mom. Uh, what is? What is this? Ellie! What's going on? Sorry, guys, I got way too sentimental there for a minute. Huh. Uh, was, okay. Jesus Christ, are you all right over there? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> you sure? I'm just fine. You sure? It sounds like there's a lot of things that you need to get out. <coughs> Ron, let's go ahead. Hit, let's go. I'm going to give you the floor. Go ahead. Talk about, talk about your pain, buddy. Do you want to do it as a freestyle rap beat? That's up to you, buddy. All right. If you're going to freestyle rap, that's on you. You just got to tell me about your pain, bud. This Ebony rap? Tell me. I'm not going to help you. I'm asking you. Tell me, like, what's up? You got some pain behind those eyes. You got a lot of of pain back there. Jesus Christ. Are you... (laughs) <laughs> Are you okay, Ron? Yeah, I'm, I'm fine. I was making light of a joke from my past, man. Nobody asked me how I'm doing. Um, I'm asking you how you're doing. <sighs> commercial break? <laughs> yeah, commercial break. Yeah, commercial break now a quick word from our sponsors they're back sponsor on this week's news report in the studios we have ron ron Give us the update on what's going down on the front lines today. Oh, the my front lines have been barren for a while. Uh, the, 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 the duck incursion wiped us out fully last week uh, when they, they took over Oakland. Goddamn mallards. It went down pretty hard. I know the, the military tried to fight them off, but the, uh, the mallards, when they... <clears throat> Uh, it appears that there's a little bit of technical difficulties with the signal. Uh, so uh, I've been uh, sent 
to inform you guys a little bit about the news. The Ducks are on their way. I personally was in San Jose when they made their way south. They came storming through. I was with my child and my wife. And it was like a great freight train. In the, in, the, in, the, in the distance, you could just hear this freight train of duck noises. And then before I knew it, it was like a literal flood of birds. They came sweeping in under the door, through the windows, came crashing in. We barely escaped with our lives. We were just lucky enough that we got in the car quick enough that when the tidal wave of ducks came, oh, they and were able to then, push the, us along. Since then, they've uh, they made their way to, to L.A. They fucking caused damage on the 405. This just in, I hear that they are breaking a, or that they are making a pact with the UFOs. Repeat, they are making a pact with UFOs. I do not know what that means because the United States uh, Air Force has not been able to identify what exactly flying objects are making contact with these ducks. But we are seeing on our radars that there is a big, big cohesive unit between the ducks which are now also uh, aligning with the swans, and they are gathering with UFOs. Uh, that is breaking news from the Pentagon. <laughs> Great save! Oh! Go ahead and pause for a minute. Now from Mattel. A black hole in your pocket. A black hole in your pocket? Save one today. Give it to all your friends. It's a holiday gift and a spirit you could pass along to the family. I put my kitten in it. Have you ever been tired of those risky-ass kittens? They, If you don't spay or neuter them, they will overproduce uh, without a problem. Black Hole by Mattel. A black hole now in 4K HD. Get one today in your household. Do you have things that you need to burn? Things that you want to hide? Things that you don't want anybody to find ever because if they ever found out about this, it would ruin you and your entire career and family life and it would be the absolute worst thing that anything could ever happen? Introducing Mattel's Black Hole. Just Not throw it in there. Not for serial killers or your mom or the, anybody that cares. You just throw it in there. Whatever you need to hide, to get rid of, trash, garbage, bodies, whatever. You just dump it right in this new toy. Black hole. It's like your mom. Forget. Release. Forgive. Black hole. That was really good. Are you suffering from non-fluffy pillows? Have you tried to save money by buying pillows as gifts 
for yourself or a loved one during the holiday season only to find that these were not fluffy pillows. The fluffy pillow manufacturers have been lying to you. In recent evidence that's come to light in the Supreme Court, we've been able to secure millions of dollars for victims of unfluffy pillows. If you or a loved one If you or a loved one have suffered from a non-fluffy pillow, call the law firm of BSNBA today and get a cash settlement for your sufferings. Are you ready? Sure. Are you it. ready for some freestyle? What are we freestyling about? All right. All right. All right. Mm. What, what? 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 Black sheep and bad apples. Bad apples. Coming at you. Black sheep and bad apples. bad apples On the other side looking Cash at you Cash settlement if your back got Coming broken at you Black sheep and sheep bad apples bad got them apples. cash real fast for you We hoping Black that you sheep keep and bad apples And listening Co to what track we do with bad apples. Fuck it up Go Sean Sean, he's got the beeps Just kidding, that's wrong Come along, come along Waka, 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 waka I don't Waka, 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 waka I don't Black sheep Coming at ya Black sheep in those Bad gotcha. apples, black, black and bad apples. <laughs> Episode 16, y'all know what I mean. Oh, 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 that was good timing. Deep stuff. Was that was that our intro? I guess so. I don't know. I guess so. We're putting your editing to work uh, today. Uh, Welcome black to back sheep and Vlad apples. Vlad apples? Yep. Figured if I was going to fuck it up, just like run all the way into it, you know. Like if you're going to crash into that brick wall, fucking, you know, accelerate. <laughs> <laughs> accelerate into what? The brick wall, into fucking it up. I was like, welcome black to back. You know what? Let's keep going. Let's keep fucking this up. So let me ask you guys this. What are your, uh, what are your favorite parts of doing the show? What are your, what do you guys like to do? I just, I, I just enjoy being a loud asshole and putting uh, inappropriate sound effects at the right times or wrong times. Uh, did the G silent? <laughs> 
Indeed. That's your only favorite part. Like, that's the part that you... Well, plus, uh, we're friends, right? You guys are... No. Are we friends? We make fun of you on the show. Well, that's perfectly okay with me. All right. I think that makes me uh, black sheep. Oh. If that means anything. I don't think it does. We'll ask Sean. Sean, does it mean anything? I mean, you know what I I always took into mind? That DeLoreans are a mid-range price car that comes stock with butterfly doors. Did you say (laughs) mid-range? Yeah. (laughs) There's like fucking three of them in in existence. No, no, there's there's a lot. So you're telling me that you've seen a DeLorean with the butterfly doors? Yes. I almost bought one. What? And it was very affordable. I was actually thoroughly surprised. Huh. Unfortunately, my fiance at the time was just like, I don't know if this is the best decision. You're like, babe, we can go back in time in this bitch. It's like 88 miles per hour. We can do whatever we Bro, want. O'Reilly's got flux capacitors. You They're out of a, stock right now, but. No, you but did it, a test drive, though, right? Yeah. It, oh. So your lady's uh, been. Knee deep in the river Denang. Yes. Ron, where did you get that saying? And how? Uh, the, 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 I just say stupid shit. All right. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Okay. Uh, have you ever uh, been to a strip club and uh, you were really enjoying it for a long time, and then uh, uh, the the stripper in front of you gave birth on stage. No. No, definitely not. No, it's That's a hard no. Twice. Probably more than I've seen a Chevy with the butterfly doors. Hmm. Ooh. How often do you go to strip clubs where pregnant people are employed? Once you've done it, it's all you need. Why? What's the end game there? <laughs> God damn, she's hot. Looking fine. No, it just happens sometimes. So like a lot of people don't show until the, they're about ready to pop. You go to some weird ass strip. And then clothes. they just do. Yeah, yeah. Right there on stage. Is it like an act, like a bit that they're doing? Well, shit, like how they... somebody will get up like on stage and and act out as a comedy set, like them dying. Well, think? I'm just saying, like, uh, they got donkey shows, they got the ping pong thing, right? Uh, you're telling me there's not a platform for somebody who's going to give birth uh, midway down the pole? Do you think strip clubs are required to have a midwife on hand? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 not a midwife, at least a doula. We don't kink shame here, Sean. I... <laughs> I want to kink shame that so hard because now I'm just picturing a strip club where you can only get employed if you're pregnant. And I was like, I think that's discrimination. So I think I'm against that. But also, I don't know. I'm not what would you name that, that strip club? A Prager's? A pra- <laughs> <laughs> Prego. Or, uh, 
fresh out. I don't know what you'd name it. Send your suggestions to Black Sheep and Bad Apples. That's it. That's it. <laughs> just, just write it on a letter. Just, Black Sheep and Bad just Apples. Just send it. And they'll find it. Send it. You won't. You pussy. So I think my favorite parts of the show are doing all our fun little comedy bits in regards to the uh, commercials. Did we make Bruce cry? <laughs> no, I think he's sleeping. Bruce! <laughs> yeah, he's good. He's not crying. Are you crying? Excellent. So, Ron. What's with those uh, hard, the natural light hard seltzers? Dude. Are you watching your weight? Because I've been noticing you, you've been only drinking like White Claws lately. And Dude, obviously seltzers. it's been helping, right? I mean, fucking look at this. I'm on my beach bod. I'm drinking Aloha Beaches. Damn. Plug? Hmm. Plug. No, they're, they're never going to sponsor me. I mean, hopefully. Hopefully they'll sponsor you. Hopefully they will never sponsor me because you'll never see me sober again. <laughs> My brother got a Ford tattoo on his forearm and it's got like pistons and stuff behind it. And for the record, it's a really cool tattoo. Uh, uh, but it's got the actual logo on it. And I told my brother before he got it, I was like, you shouldn't do that without one, talking to them about like copyright infringement or whatever the fuck that is. You know, their, their patent. It's free advertisement for them at that point. Well, then the next thing I told them was like, why don't you call them and see if they'll pay you $100 a month just to rock that tattoo? And he never did. And I was like, dude, that could have been like months of advertising. Like, he could have been getting paid that whole time. What the fuck? It's like tattooing a Jaeger bottle on you or, or I don't know, like a Campbell's soup can or pick, pick a product, really, and then just like, not saying if somebody will pay you to do it. Because I know Monster for a while was like paying people to get tattoos and like like get a, a decal on their trucks and stuff like that just to like advertise for it. So like I just thought it was a good idea. Shit, man, on the same level too. I know we've had a band beef with Hobo Johnson for a minute now. But uh Star Fox, dude. <laughs> is you seen this guy in town and shit? I haven't He's got seen the- him. So you know the Fox Motorcycle Company, right? Yeah. He's got the fucking Fox logo tattooed on his face. <laughs> How big is it? It's big enough to notice. Uh, <laughs> you yeah. don't put like just some random logo on your face. Because, okay, your rap name's Fox. Whatever. Wait. What's his full? Because it's Star Fox something, right? Look him up on YouTube or whatever. Well, no, that's YouTube. not cool. There's a plug. We got to beef with him. Star Fox LaFlair. Don't look into it. No, look into it. Make your own op- opinion, but apparently we're beefing. We're beefing with Star Fox LaFlair. Can we do that? I just got brought up by the Ford logo. Bro, your beef is my beef. I, I, sounds like it. I, I don't know. got any logos on yeah, my body You know what? Fuck Star Fox. Especially because if you're going to get a fox tattooed on your face and you're going to say that your name is Star Fox, why would you not have it be a goddamn Star Fox logo? Why yeah. would it not be? Fuck, well, like you ride a motorcycle, you bitch. That's the, well, he rides a motorcycle? No, like it's the Fox motorcycle logo. Yeah, see, Star Fox didn't ride motorcycles. He just did a barrel roll. A lot. 
a lot of barrel rolls. Yeah. Yeah, so fuck you, Star Fox LaFleur. LaFleur? LaFleur? I think he's it, right? LaFleur? That's Star Fox the flower in French. <laughs> he's soft and dainty, maybe. Oh, oh I'm not going to pick on him for being sensitive, though. Because that's messed up. That's That's... That's like, it's like toxic masculinity. Oh, look at me. My name's so-and-so. I have feelings. That's hmm. rude. Sean, that's rude. Stop picking on him. Star Fox is cool. Well, I'm rude. I pick on people because they have logo You know, let's pause, let's pause the show real quick and listen to Star Fox LaFleur. Actually, right? I was about to bring up a yeah, sample. Let, let's go ahead and pause it real quick and we'll, uh-huh. we'll come back to it. Because I don't think we can. Uh, he's, he's can going. we play it? On the on the podcast, just move on, Lauren, and uh, I maybe don't wanna... your next freestyle. Be... <laughs> I don't, <laughs> don't, don't want to move on. I want to hear the shit. Oh, typical. You move on. Whatever, dude. You're whatever. So, where is he from? Do you know? I I think Florida. Okay, that explains the name. So. Do you think microbrews, beers, microbrew beers are gonna uh, continue sustaining popularity throughout the next year? It's 2020. I'm wondering how the beer uh, market's gonna do this year. Yeah, I mean, all my stocks are in it, so. Uh, I mean, I see kind of an expansion on people preferring what they see as artisanal quality items. <clears throat> so, like, that's why wine is so popular, because it's like, oh, have you had the 92 Chateau? And I think it's going to kind of be the same way with, with craft beers, where it's people aren't making new flavors of beer because we enjoy, we're like, well, we're like this beer is good, but it's not quite enough. We're making it because we want to, like, impress other people and be like, look at the notes of, of rose uh, that are in it. Can you, do you taste the, the piney hops? What about the citrus-flavored hops? Like, <coughs> people want to be cunts about it, more or less. What do you think the popular alcoholic beverage is going to be this year? Liquor. Liquor. Hmm. A fucking IPA. I think liquor is always going to be the most popular alcoholic beverage. Thanks so I mean, too. like the trendy one. Like what's going to like all the seltzer water bullshit. It's definitely that. Because we saw it in the latter part of 2019 where, where like White Claw just suddenly became a thing. And everybody was like, White now, Claw this, White Claw well, that. Now, now everybody's making a seltzer. Did, you yeah. guys tell, did I tell you the theory on why White Claw is doing so well right now? No. Do tell. I believe I've heard it, but do tell. Yeah, so like similar to Red Bull, uh, with the advertising aspect, uh, Red Bull had this thing where they had this campaign where they would dump empty cans of Red Bull uh, in trash cans uh, across the nation of uh, college campuses. So the White Claw had this thing where they started memes. And, like, uh, user-promoted uh, fucking commercials and shit. And that's why they're so popular now. Otherwise, you know, it's basically a watered-down rolling rock. Hmm. Which that's tastes delicious, sense. and it keeps you hydrated. And it's fat-free. Plug. 
I lost so you 15 po- pounds since I started being illiterate on White Claw. <laughs> Inebriated. Illiterate. Okay. Did you find that song? Yeah, I think I did. Yeah. Right, ready? All right, what's it called? Uh, Blowing Money. All right, let's go ahead and mic it, and we'll just we'll just listen to it. You broke it? Yeah, typical. Wow. That seems like a weird marketing campaign, though. Being like, hey, we're going to take a bunch of aluminum cans and dump them into college campuses. I mean, I kind of get it, though. You know, the college kids walk around, they're like, oh, what's this in the... It's like, you know, you're going to see what's in the trash can a lot of the times. It's almost like... See something that's really popular. Yeah, that's kind of like espionage agent-esque. Mm-hmm. Maybe we should do that with like a music deal. Yeah, where we just, just go start out throwing and, our CDs in trash cans and, everywhere. And trash cans at <laughs> all these college campuses. So they're like, I think that promotes a different idea. Yeah. <laughs> like at least with the, the Red Bulls and the White Claws, they think it's being used, consumed. If you throw away a CD, <laughs> the, the, it brings the like that must be shitty. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever wanted to be excused from a date, but you don't know how the proper way to do that is? Introducing our Excuse Me product lines. You'll find such products as our Transdermal Patch, which provides you with flu-like symptoms, or our time-released, and now remote-released, food poisoning pill. With our remote-released, we've got an app for you. You just swallow this pill a couple hours before, and if you need to get out of that date, Open up the app and push the button, and in 10 minutes, you'll be feeling more sick than a cancer patient. Excuse me, product line introduces the I Gotta Go Transdermal Patch. Now, with a 24-hour daily release, anytime you've gotta go, you can go. And released on demand when you need or don't really need, you can go with I Gotta Go. Well, actually, uh, fucking, I found out in my first 15 minutes that uh, my lady wasn't into D&D quite as much as I uh, would have perceived. And I used the uh, I Gotta Go product line to leave in a hurry. Excuse me, products have been here for five years. We were established in 2015. And we've been bringing you product lines such as I Gotta Go Dermal Patch. And the, excuse me, I'm feeling ill, remote-controlled pills. Thank you for being with us, and we're happy to provide you with the perfect excuse. I gotta go! We are excited to announce to you the fusion between whiskey and pickles. Pickle juice has been a longtime favorite of anybody who drinks whiskey. You use it as a back, and it's delicious. But we are excited to introduce to you guys our line of whiskey pickles. Brought to you by Risky Pistol. Shoot them up, bang them out, shoot them up, bang them out. Whiskey pickles! Ever since I got the combination of whiskey and pickles on my side, I 
just felt appreciated every time I went out to the bar. Thank you, Whiskey Pickle. With our patented formula, what we do is we introduce pickles to a normal jar of whiskey. And if you like whiskey, you're going to love our pickles. Because guess what? They're crunchy, they're hard, they're just delicious, and they taste like whiskey. There's nothing than, uh, better than dipping your pickle in a jar of whiskey. Uh, that's what we got for you here at Whiskey Pickle. Uh, come enjoy yours now. Shoot 'em up, bang 'em up, shoot 'em up, bang 'em up. WhiskeyPickles.com. New from Olympia. Uh, we have a goddamn new product to produce to you. It's Olympia Opium. Olympia Opium. Bringing you Olympia trades and imports from across the world. You know the magi- magic genie? You know how those, that t- technology used to work? You'd like to tip and it would create light we have created a lamp filled with opium if you wanted to create an incense that gives your family members and household just a lovely feeling a feeling of happiness this lamp of opium is here for you if you rub this lamp he'll make you itchy now at a mercantile near you a lamp of opium mountain men products introduces to you cayenne pepper chocolate it'll burn your dick I had cayenne pepper chocolate all over myself. It's delicious. I still feel the burn. When I wake up in the morning, cayenne pepper chocolate. So that was entertaining. We we initially stopped recording because we were going to go ahead and watch a single video, but holy shit, after like four of them, god damn. Hot spicy chicken ramen. Hot spicy ha. chicken ramen. Hot spicy chicken ramen. Hot spicy ha. chicken ramen. Yeah. yeah, it was a uh, that was weird. Uh, his the, the, the Star Fox LaFleur is uh, t- Jesus Christ. He's a local celebrity. Uh, I don't know that. Uh, he's just. Uh, been here for a minute. Well, he had like eighty-one thousand views on one of his on the the video for his World Star. He had a World Star hip hop video. Yeah, so he's big, dude. We should uh definitely yeah. talk more shit about him. Oh, d- definitely, dude. Fucking uh, the basically his music is uh uh like a. Like a yeah, what? Yeah, like a car crash. Uh, <laughs> that's a. It's, is that weird to say? I, I don't know. No, no. How really. do you feel about trap music? Um. You know, I feel like they should repeat, like, make more lyrics than just saying kind of one thing over and over and over and over and over and over again. Yeah, if the hook is the same name of your song, this is, this is probably a problem. Well, and if that's three quarters of the lyrics. Yeah, because that was really my only issue with the song, that the, the song "Hot Spicy Chicken Ramen," was that like I didn't know where he stopped having a chorus and where he started making a verse. Like it was just the same kind of like pulse, the same energy the whole time, like kind of blase and almost like. I felt the song almost was like, I'm bored with this song myself, so I'm just going to say it as bored as I can. Hot, spicy, chicken, ramen. Hot, spicy, chicken, ramen. The video is really cool, though. 
I I really got to say, that, like, if we're going to respect anything from him, uh, I really liked hiding in the bushes. Hiding in the bushes. Hmm. Hiding in the bushes. Look at the shit I'm doing. Hiding in the bushes. And the police looking. Always hooting. Did I mean, I do. Me? I do give it to him for getting so many views, regardless. I'd yeah, for real. He's definitely got a, a pretty good following, apparently. Well, that hiding in the bushes video was. The video was really actually all of his videos are really cool. Um. He had like the the cops are looking for him, and and then just like all of his videos had him holding like a giant stack of money. Or maybe in that one, his friend was holding the money. Either way, it was like the five people in the video, including the cop, and they were standing there. And there's this one line the the that one of them says, and he's like, I, "I'm something to shoot a," and like the cop pulls his gun out and like points it at the camera, and it's like it gets really cheesy too. Like fuck Star Fox, and Ouija Bob or whatever his name was. <laughs> hmm. And and like if they're gonna do rap music, like. Expand on your rhyme scheme. If you're going to write something that goes like this, then like maybe don't do that throughout the entire song. Maybe oh. write something that kind of goes like this. Switch up the cadence. And then yeah, give definitely. it a little bit. Give it a little bit. Of the You know, like pause it. Like change it up. Yeah, the cadence. Like for fuck's sake. The first thing that I thought of or whatever is fucking... Uh, obviously, they uh, take themselves far too seriously. But like, uh, like if they would have approached it more like prof or whatever, and fucking been uh, more comedic with it. Yeah. Like, uh, and, and he fucking switched cadences up constantly, and you know, like has fun with things. Uh, oh yeah. Instead of like, oh yeah, I'm a killer. I'm a killer. I'm a get you. I've been hiding in the bushes. I make money. I got tons of money and bitches on my dishes. Like yeah. what? What? Why? Why? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I guess what bothers me about hip-hop like that is that there's no, like, philosophy behind it. It's like they're just trying to play into the entire, like, materialistic aspect of what it means to make music. Which is all fine and dandy if you can be successful at it. Like, by all means, find success in your own way. But, like, a lot of the hip-hop that I listen to is really palatable and enjoyable because it's not about... And, it, and it's... It's about real things. It's about emotions. It's about feeling a certain hardship. It's about going through the process of what it takes to be a musician. It's about the stress of getting up every day and setting up on stage or being on tour constantly. Like, It's much more than just bragging about things that you don't have, which, like, again, him holding that gigantic stack of like $20 bills, I'm almost certain that maybe one of those $20 bills was real. Like who's gonna who's gonna take twenty thousand dollars out on a god like in an alleyway with a fake cop car recording a music video? Who's gonna take an honest twenty G's in a stack of money out there and be like, hey, look at me in my music video? Nobody, unless you're stupid. Uh, not to mention the amount of uh, pretension. Like uh, I'm sure that I fucking uh, met a handful of people that uh, you know quietly are fucking. Uh, more gangster than he may have been. Or whatever. Oh, yeah. I don't know his life. I can't say, like, for certain. 
But well, being a gangster is like being a spy. You don't want people to know that you're into that hood rat shit. Yeah, you don't want people. You don't flash cash. Yeah, and like, if you're gonna, like, if you're gonna do illegal shit, you don't talk about it. You know what I mean? Like, why would you incriminate yourself? Why would you go and record your you record a music video where you're like, I've got fifty packs of fifty packs of weed. I, I I'm I make money. I don't sell. Uh, one of his lines was like, I don't sell zips or something like that. It's like, why would you say that and broadcast it if like like you're gonna get caught? Like he's either stupid or he doesn't actually do it. Plus, if you're a big homie somewhere, you're not hiding in the bushes. No. You have somebody doing your groundwork, right? Exactly. Well, and if people are doing your grunt work, cops are going to like, woo, pull you over, and you're going to step up out of the car and be like, sorry, officers, what's the problem? They're going to pat you down, search your car, and you're going to be all clean. Like, why would you hide? Like, you're the head honcho. Like, why would you get your hands, like, why would you get caught red-handed? You wouldn't. You got all your minions to do shit for you. You just make money. That's your job. And he's out there, like, running from the cops and shit. Fuck Star Fox. <laughs> ben Beef of the week, uh, besides Hobo Johnson. Including Hobo Johnson. That piece of shit. You know what? I hope both of them make a track together. Dude, honestly, uh, if we could write a letter hmm. to the, the, their uh, production assistants or something, if we could get Star Fox and Hobo Johnson on a track together so that we could make fun of it, Oh my god, please. Man, what a beautiful day that would be. So, speaking of his the weird ass video of hiding in the bushes with all the cops. You guys ever been arrested, detained, pulled over? Um, lot of silence. Yeah. Yeah? Probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- th- my lawyer told me we should not talk about this. Yeah. <laughs> Did you talk to your lawyer? Yeah, only my lawyer. So what's the... F- Do you guys have any funny stories about uh being pulled over by the 5 Uh, I got pulled over on the way back from Seattle... Speeding down the interstate while wearing Burger King crowns. <laughs> what? So when the cop pulled us over, my buddy and me were both wearing Burger King crowns. And I guess luckily he was nice enough to uh, discern that we weren't intoxicated or some other things like that but it was pretty humorous for us because we didn't really know what to make of it meanwhile he was trying to be serious and we were wearing Burger King crowns <laughs> and uh what was know. his reaction coming into the window um I don't know I felt like just like an uncle or something like that you know so I'm just like ah Jesus he's like ah oh, really reluctant just damn it you guys do you, do you even know why you were going fast? I'm like, uh, he's like, because there was a hill. You weren't really paying attention. I was like, that sounds about right. He's like, <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. 
<laughs> were you stoned or anything? No. No, no, we had just we were coming back from a skate park in Seattle. Stopped by Burger King before we hit the freeway and we're cruising and come down a hill and going a little faster than we should and got pulled over. And <laughs> I got pulled over one time. I was coming out of town in my hometown and uh, before I had dreads, I had long hair and so I tucked my, my hair behind my ear. The cop pulled me over like just a couple miles down the road. It was like, I pulled you over because you were on your phone. And I was like, oh, well, that's funny. I wasn't. And I had my girlfriend in the car who had my phone in her purse. And I was like, that, like, that didn't happen because she's got my phone. And he's like, all right, well, I'm going to have to ask you to step out of the vehicle. And he takes that big whiff into my window. And I had just gotten done smoking weed with my mom. And so I was like, yeah, sure, all right, whatever. Because little backstory. I've actually passed my behind-the-wheel driver's test with the DMV stoned as fuck. So I was not concerned that I was going to fucking get arrested. And uh, and so the cop pulls me out, and he's like, yeah, you know, is your license, uh, license registration, can I have your keys? And he's like, is all this information accurate? And I'm like, well, no, nothing that. Like, like uh, we'll talk about that in a second. And he's like, he goes back to the weed thing and he's like alright so uh, we'll talk about your license in a second but uh, why does your car smell like weed and I was like I don't know he's like well I pulled you over because you were on your phone and I was like that's false and he's like yeah well, you were, we'll put that aside because you were on your phone well, why does your car smell like weed and I was like I don't know because I just got really stoned officer but I was like I don't know and he's like well uh does your girlfriend have any weed in the car? Did anybody leave a bag of weed? Do you have any on, on your person? And I was like, no, no, no to everything. He's like, did you have any friends in the car? Did they maybe drop like a couple of nugs on the ground? And I was like, I can't think of any of my friends that would have. And uh, he finally goes, well, I'd like to search the vehicle. And at the time, I was borrowing my mom's vehicle. And uh, I don't I, 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 there was something about the law at the time. I don't know if it's still the same where you had to get the owner's permission, not the driver's permission. So I was like, yeah, you can search the van all you want to. And he's like, all right. And he kind of moves towards it. And I was like, but you're going to have to talk to my mom about it. And so he gets all like mad and pissed off. And that's when he re brings up the, the license thing. And he's like, all right, well, it says on your license, you're supposed to be uh, driving uh, with glasses on. And I didn't have my glasses on, and I was like, yes, sir. And he's like, do you have them? Contact lenses, anything? And I was like, no. And I'm being honest with him at this point. And, uh, and then he's like, well, your address says you're living at this spot. Uh, is that where you currently live? And being honest with him, a month beforehand, I had moved over to the, on the same property, but just down the street, um, another spot. And so I was like, no, I didn't, uh, didn't, uh, didn't change my address either. And so he writes me up this ticket. And then he explains to me the whole situation. He's like, all right, I pulled you over because you were on your cell phone, right? And what I'm not going to do is charge you for driving with a cell phone because uh, I also detected marijuana odor. Um, but after giving you a field sobriety test, which I passed, uh, I've determined that you aren't uh, high on marijuana. And I remember vividly him saying this directly after the sobriety test. And, and the last part of the sobriety test was open your mouth and extend your tongue out. And then that whole part of the story started with him being like, all right, well, I know you're not high because your tongue is not green. <laughs> so I'm going to write you a citation for all this bullshit. 
and I ended up getting out of there with like a $700 ticket because I'm pretty sure he and I both knew that I was stoned. But since I didn't admit it and he couldn't prove it, I just fucking got away with it. It was a really fun time, actually. I got to flex my rights as, a, as an American citizen. And got out of there with a $700 yeah, ticket. Yeah, definitely. Well, it's because I was doing a lot of illegal shit at the time. It's just the illegal shit that he caught me with was lesser than the rest of it. So I was like, thank you, sir. You have a great day and took off. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, still $700, so that sucks. Fuck yeah, you, officer. Like really so. have fun. Yeah, no fun at all. What about you, Ron? Uh, the, the, the only thing I feel like uh, the sharing with the class or whatever. Uh, so, the, 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 me and the lady went up for my grandpa's funeral a couple years ago. You know, uh, he passed away at the ripe age of 70 and shit. And uh, um, our cousin had this bright idea to, to go to a Dave and Buster's. And so, uh, we're working our way there and fucking all of a sudden, uh, he's like... Pull over, I gotta piss. Justine is driving, I'm sitting there in the passenger seat. This motherfucker who lives in Portland decides that uh, we're pulling over right there in front of a police station. And he's gonna piss across the street from a police station. Right? So he's literally pissing on the front porch of this uh, uh, office or whatever. What the fuck? Of this police station, and uh, they come out like catching them on the camera or whatever. And at the time, it was uh, during the whole BLM thing. Oh yeah, yeah. Right. So uh, they ask him to get back in the car, ask him like if we have anything on us, and proceed to tell us. He's like, you know, we're we're going through this whole Black Lives Matter thing right now. And, like, just getting in our face, like, basically, you know, we all are under the ca- Caucasian uh, persuasion <laughs> at this point. And um, uh, we don't uh, look like we're d- going to have anything towards this movement, you know, that he's trying to approach us. Yeah. With. But uh, they're still just being rough. Uh, they still let us go with this bullshit. Um was this a cop that pulled you over? They, they didn't pull us over. They came out of their fucking uh, their building office. Yeah, oh, okay. They, they came out of the. Fucking... I wasn't sure if you were talking about the people in the office building coming out, or whether it was police. What do they call it? A police station. Yeah. yeah. So they basically nobody pulled us over. They just walked out. They were like, "Stop pissing! God damn it! Yeah. We've got so much more shit to deal with." Yeah. So the. That was cool. So they were just like bigger fish to fry and let you guys go? No, see, that's why it's fun to speak about afterwards because I did not get any fines. Uh, I didn't get arrested (laughs) on this occasion. Uh, It was was great. Fuck yeah. Man, like... uh... Bruce, uh, do you have any stories to... There's no fun Beautiful. ones. We'll edit this out if it is fucking not really funny ones. All right. Well, in that case, we're going to go ahead and call it tonight. 
It's been a pleasure having you guys listen. I'm Lauren O'Brien with Black Sheep and Bad Apples. I want to thank my interim intern, Ron, who's in here playing us some tasty little little sound bites. Yeah, there it is, my good buddy. And then Sean here at Fourth Corner Studios. Thanks for having us and co-hosting. Oh, yeah. And eating popcorn. And again, thank you guys for joining us. Uh, this has been Black Sheep and Bad Apples. I'm Lauren O'Brien, your host, and we'll talk to you guys soon. Uh.